For over 20 years, CBS's Survivor has been the most brutal and life-changing adventure in unscripted television. But even more challenging, more harrowing, are the numerous appearances by Survivor castaways in non-Survivor film and television. They represent a storied history that burns hot with the flame of victory, the ash of defeat, and the triumph of celebrity. Now, co-hosts Christopher and Taylor are turning over every rock on the beach of entertainment, seeking to uncover these precious, sometimes punishing, pop culture artifacts. Join them as they go digging for idols. Winners are going to the movies Survivor style. You need to dig it right now! Dig! You know, before we jumped on the call, I was actually busy reading a book. Outlive, Outlaugh, Outlove? You know, no, I read that last time. Okay. This time, for anyone who tuned in last week, that was my gift (laughs) to Taylor by Tina. But there were other things that I think were. Did I cut the gifts to everyone else? I believe so. Yeah. So if you're listening to this, it's a it's a mini episode. Doesn't mean it's going to be mini in length. Perhaps we'll see how this goes. (laughs) Yeah. Who knows? We're very verbose. It could be a maxi, not a mini. We're not doing our normal thing for a mini. We didn't watch anything. I think our idea for the minis is that if there's a holiday or one of us goes on vacation or one of us gets sick, it means it's going to be something a little different, potentially shorter, maybe not. But you know, kick back. It's a, it's a, the DFI cocktail hour. It's just relaxed. We're just hanging out. Yes. Yeah. Before we jumped on this call, I was reading a book that you gifted my husband by... The one and only Philip Shepard. I gave Taylor's family all books written by Survivor castaways for Christmas this year. I was reading the bio, mm-hmm. and I have to talk about this. So it's a it's a um, a fiction book about a spy, a special agent, if you will. He has a twin sister, and I don't know her name for sure, but he also thanked somebody in the acknowledgments named Phyllis Shepard. And I hope to God, Philip Shepard has a twin sister named Phyllis Shepard. Well, today's mini, there's a little backstory (laughs) into what we're talking about here. We've been talking about it behind the scenes a little bit. So, you know, sometimes as a starting point, we'll look up the Survivor fandom wiki. You know, there's good information on there. There's good sources. When preparing for our episode, The Treasure of Jesse Camacho, I searched Survivor Africa wiki or something like that because i wanted to find it and i did find a survivor africa but while i was looking at it it wasn't didn't seem quite right (laughs) something is not quite right (laughs) (laughs) some of the names were of survivor players some weren't it looked just like the normal fandom wiki it it was fully filled out you know there's a recap of the season there's the order of the finish of all the players there's the voting history week by week for all that it's a fully fleshed out there's notes there's twists um all for this season of survive that was not the real survivor africa and i noticed that i had stumbled into a different survivor wiki which after just a little bit of poking around you see that there are over 100 seasons of survivor that never took place that have been recapped 104 recapped fully recapped uh fictional seasons of survivor on there with all kinds of interesting tidbits buried in if you take the time to look at them i sent it to taylor immediately and was like what is this there's so much (laughs) there that we just certainly didn't look at everything at that point no it was just like we should talk about this on pod you know right like double the amount of seasons on this alternative universe compared to the real survivor universe at least for the u.s show i have a hard enough time reading one recap of one season that we're covering much less a (laughs) hundred 
So we have decided to talk about this. We have not discussed it further between us. So all this conversation no. that's going to happen on this mini <laughs> is fresh. I'm very curious what you came away with after looking at it. And I certainly have some things to share as well. Like as soon as you sent me that link and I looked at it on my phone, which makes it even more confusing and more realistic because you're like, what's going on here? I'm like, what am I looking at? And then all the names weird. I feel like I can't remember for sure, but there were definitely like, you know, you could see a name like Benry. Parv. You know? Yeah, yeah. Parv. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I'm like, wait a second. And then immediately we were like, save it for the fucking pod. This is this is something. Let's I don't even want to talk about this with you unless we're on the air. I was like, we know there's something here we need to discuss. So it's called J Survivor Wiki Wiki. It's called J Survivor Wiki. The URL is exactly the same, survivor.fandom.wiki, except for it has a J hyphen at the beginning. That's the only clue you get. Which stands for joke. Oh, is it? The internet thinks it stands for joke. Oh, okay. Well, this the spectrum of what this is outcomes is so wide still. Like This could be fully just copied from somewhere else to me. This could yeah. be the only place this exists. I mean, there are logos for every one of these seasons. There, there yeah. are fully fleshed out logos for every season. And some of these things I thought, well, maybe they just copied this from somewhere else. But if you look those things up, they go right back there. Yeah. I looked at the history of the wiki and it said it started in June of 2013. So like, this has been around. Mm-hmm. Like, there was a thought that maybe, like, it was AI generated and, like, recent. And then I was like, no, 2013. This is, okay, what the, what is this? And it's been updated recently. Yes, consistently. And there's still two <laughs> seasons that are, like, to be determined. Like, are they playing right now? Are they deciding on it? I don't know. I can't wait to hear about seasons 105 and 106. I don't know. But I'm obsessed. I went through every one. Yeah. Okay. I went through every season. Oh my gosh. Let's talk about some of our favorite things from that we read. I don't know what you looked at exactly, but I certainly (laughs) looked at some things. What are some things that we liked from here? And then maybe we can get into the research part after whatever that means. Okay. First off, I really like that the locations were all over the world. We had Canada Wilderness. Mexico. There were five different countries in South America, 18 countries in Africa, five countries in Europe, 16 countries in Asia, and then 19 countries in like the Australia, Oceania area. Wild. We're just going to talk about these things as if they really happened. They did. What are you talking about? We have no evidence they didn't happen. Tons of returning players in this version of the game. There are constantly returning players coming in that have like multiple season arcs. Little snide remarks that were said at the reunion. And you're Mm -hmm. like, oh, wow. I kept seeing the name, like some favorite names. We've got Benry. Antarctic? Like ant? Ant. A-U-N-T Arctic was a favorite of mine as well. I've never said it out loud until now, and Mm -hmm. I love it. Um, My name on the recording right now is Flipper Flopper with a hyphen. That was the name of the player. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Because they flipped, and then they flopped. So is your name on the call a name? I didn't see that one. Yeah, I'll give you some of my names because this one is the most ridiculous one to me. Okay. Uh, But some of my favorite names of players, and it's funny because they're mixed in with survivor player names. You'll have a season that's like uh, Sandra. Yeah. (laughs) And then Dogbeard. (laughs) So I really liked Dogbeard, Waddles. Uh, Cheesy was a multiple time winner. Big player. Oh, yeah. Everyone loves Cheesy. Weirdo. I think that's a good one. Blackbeard from Survivor 16 Fiji Inspector. I like that one. We had Lil T from season 66. Duck Bill from season 27. (laughs) Big O, who I'd like to meet. Oh. Uh Uh-huh. Season 77 Tasmania was a third boot. My favorite name from season 17 of this fictional, we think... (laughs) 
Survivor Universe. From season 17, Tonga, the name is listed in quotation marks, all caps, boom. That's the person's <laughs> boom in quotation. So probably maybe a oh nickname of this person. I mean, we know Survivor loves it. It can nickname, and so does the J Survivor alternative universe. Some other names I loved, um, Ms. Piggy. There's also Snickers, Nutella, Mushy. <laughs> Mushy, yeah, yeah. Mushy. We had Clarka. So fun. Pony Boy. This one, it's I think it's an homage to Nayanka. Poor Anka. <laughs> so I was just like bopping around, going with my heart. I did not go in order. I'm assuming you went in order, right? Uh, I did just because I found it easy to navigate. That fits with our personalities that you went one by one in order. I looked at them all and took notes. And I just was like, la, 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 la. I wonder if Gabon is the same. Like <laughs> One season that I really thought was interesting, and I've been thinking about a lot because in the real world, we're approaching season 50. And so I wanted to see mm-hmm. what do they do in the joke survivor fandom for season 50. So that one, did you, well, you read about all of them. That sure was did. host Jeff Probst's very last season. And I was like, oh my God, like what if that happens for us as well? And according to this lore, it was his last season. And then he had a co-host named James for a couple seasons. And then James took over fully going forward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But this one blew my mind. I wrote, I was so excited about this. There was a big twist in episode one of season 50, a try elimination. There were three tribes of 10 people and they had to eliminate three people per tribe. There's a a lot of interesting like deadlocked votes and drawing rocks. Mm -hmm. seems to happen a lot more in this version of Survivor. Lots of juicy drama. (laughs) (laughs) I wish we could watch. Did you find any seasons that you wanted to talk about? A couple faves, fan faves of yours. I more so made a list of just some moments that jumped out at me. Let's go. There are some uh, milestones noted in there. Like the first time someone played an immunity idol was season two, Spots played the oh, idol. Classic Spots. We love Spots, yeah. Um, season five, the Seychelles featured a deadlocked jury, which was deemed unbreakable by producers, <gasps> and the final three each got a third of the million. <laughs> Oh my god. Drama. Seriously. Ooh. In season seven, the all stars in this universe, Hipporka refused to be on the jury. Wait, 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 what was the name? Hipporka. H I P O R K A. I'm not it, sure if that's, if that's a know. common name in some part of the world. Uh, yeah. refused to be on the jury, which led to producers hiring lawyers to prevent such refusal in the future. Really into season nine's alliance. There are names for some of the alliance in these seasons. <laughs> the villainous all-women trio of Snickers, Macadamia, and Tiffany. <laughs> in season 14, Leo viciously snapped Charlotte's arm during a challenge and was <gasps> kicked off the show. I've got a bunch more here, sadly. No, not sadly. I love it. Season 38, Gabon. Which, yes. I don't know if you read this tidbit, it was won <laughs> by a retired NFL player who grew long hair and a beard to disguise his appearance. Oh, so genius. What was his name? <laughs> I don't remember. Season 54, Ancient Civilization, was the name cool. of the season. Kate was accused of cheating following her win. And oh, three yeah, months after the show, Kate declared bankruptcy and was arrested <laughs> for counterfeit and fraud and is currently serving 10 years in a New Jersey prison. <laughs> Hot goss, and they're like, she can never play again. This is the hot goss of the survivors. Hot goss. Hot goss. Hot goss. 
Tanzania was full of hot goss. There was a life-threatening evac when Cosmo (gasps) Guineas slipped on a rock and cut open his back. Um, The season was won, though, by Christina Vora, a model who used the winnings to open a charity for young, impoverished girls called Short. Trademark. There's a TM sign on the wiki. She also went on to marry another Survivor player named Bryce, who proposed to her at the finale. Oh, yes. But... They separated, and because of the messy nature of their divorce, he was never allowed to come back. <gasps> Why did they get divorced? Unknown? It doesn't say. It just says messy nature of the divorce. They separated. It was bad news. I need, yes. I have so many questions. Like, I wish we could get in contact with whoever was like, the main person. Mm-hmm. Me too. I like that some of the recaps include reactions by Entertainment Weekly. Um, oh, I so know. For example. Like, EW. And I'm like, wait. <laughs> Ghana, for season 82 Ghana, EW said, Such a disappointing season with no highlights or memorable people. Seriously, none. This season reminds me of British Isles. Nothing should remind me of British Isles ever. That's the note from EW. I love that. There were a lot of those we'd like... Not a memorable season compared to the previous. It's like, okay. Uh, Season 83, Nigeria, was used as a platform for physical fitness and health organized by the First Lady and American government. It featured bodybuilders and Flip and Drew were contestants from American Ninja Warrior. So it doesn't use a name, but we think that was Michelle Obama. Do we think the Obama administration existed in in this universe? Of course. The most insane season of all of them to me was season 100, Yep. Micronesia. Yep, um, I took notes on this which one. Featured, which featured 100 contestants, 80 of them former winners. Wild. 99 contestants from prior seasons, plus Jeff. <laughs> they had to round it out. <laughs> it he 100. came back after 50 yeah. seasons. He's like, I'm back, I'm playing. I was having a hard time sussing out where he, he was He was the first out. boot. Okay, I thought so. Super funny. Oh, I love it. I feel like this season would be really fun for season 50 of Survivor now, where one person per season is represented, and I think that is doable. It would be more expensive to make, but, you know, I think it would be really fun. Oh, I love it. I wish, like, I will be continuing to follow the wiki, because I want to see what's happening in the future seasons. I don't know how to find more information about it. Like, there's a one minor thread on Reddit of people being like, has anyone seen this? This is so, like, intense. Like, what? Oh, there were people talking about it. I did not see it. Yeah. Well, I dug pretty far to try to figure out who this was. You did? Um, oh, thank God. Okay, you're better at this kind of, like, techie side of it. I, I couldn't let go of the idea that if I just kept pushing, I would find it. And I still sort of suspect that somebody more savvy could find the answer. Um, but I definitely dug up enough to discuss. I am so excited because that's been really hard for me. Okay, tell me everything you know. Almost all of the edits, not all of them, but most of them are coming from one person who mm-hmm. has a specific username that is does not sound like the username of somebody who's trying to share their identity. I'm not even going to say it. I don't remember the string of numbers, but it's like a couple words and then a long string of numbers. Yeah, I found that too. Not very, right. So what I did was I just plugged that <laughs> into Google. Oh my God. What else did they do on the internet? And I found three things. <gasps> none of which reveal this person's identity, but I've created a forensic profile with what I think is going on here. Oh, I'm ready. First, I found a handful of TripAdvisor reviews. Ooh. Most of these so were So he traveled resorts. to the locations. 
Yeah. Some of them were for resorts. All of them, except for one, were like five-star reviews of resorts or museums. There was one like a Kennedy Museum. There were some things in the D.C. area. I'm, I'm obsessed with this, by the way. There's one review that is a, an extremely negative review of a specific hotel in Ithaca, New York, that I'm going to pull out. The subject line of the review is a cesspool of horrors. <gasps> a future season. <laughs> goes quite on and on about the hotel clearly this person is having fun with this review there's an unnecessary amount of detail this is the same person who wrote 104 seasons though so like of a fictitious survivor that checks out we don't have a name it does say dc area but this review was left in 2014 uh the family was going there says for a college trip we don't know necessarily who is if is this the parent is this the youth I have my suspicions that I'll share later. Oh my gosh. That first night, none of us could sleep. We were haunted by the sounds of shatters of our neighbors. The beds were very uncomfortable, and the sheets smelled like licorice dipped in fondue laced with mold. My mother screamed twice in the night. Ah, ah. Multiple more paragraphs refers to it as the motel of mortification. A lot of it is quite funny. It ends with the phrase, Cavete hoc diversorio. What? Plugged it into Google. There were no results, but it sounds like Latin. So I got a Latin translator. <laughs> translated Latin to English, and it meant, beware this hotel. <laughs> oh, my God. So that's one thing that I found. What? The next thing I found, a website referred to as Teen Inc. By teens, for teens. <gasps> is the slogan of the website looks like a very old website looks kind of like a zanga you know an old school thing Uh, this user shared six pieces of fiction writing all on the same day january 9th 2014 i want to read to you a poem from this i never guessed that this would be going where it is and i'm obsessed and i'm so glad that you commit to the fucking bit always But especially for this, because I really did want to know, and I just was like, it's a busy week. It's the week before Christmas. I was like, I'm -hmm. "I'm doing three hours. It's funny enough that we found this 100-season Survivor (laughs) alternate universe. Absolutely. But, I mean, I feel like this poem is going to speak to you. (laughs) Posted by the person who's created this Survivor wiki. Before their eyes, they saw history unfold. Before their end, unduly approached. They were a most unfortunate pair Despair they witnessed, and despair they met. Their world seemed to be at peace, on the peninsula and within the city's streets. A misfortune loomed on the horizon, behind Lady Liberty. Their end approached rapidly. That first fatal foe came out of the sky, from Boston to New York's famous skyline. Neither one nor two could escape (laughs) their fate, as they scraped the sky for one last day. The crash was heard round the world, As their final history began to unfold, ears shattered with that horrifying sound when the World Trade Center went down. Stop! (laughs) I never see you break, and you started to break. (laughs) Never, never forget. We're laughing if you've never heard the pod before because 9-11 always seems to come up for some reason. Can't believe it. Everybody mark 9-11 reference on your bingo card. I'm crying. An identical fate on Teen Inc. by Teens for Teens. Uh, Five other pieces of fiction on there. Hold hold on, I need Um, to catch my breath. The third, and I think the most 
pertinent thing I found with this user. I came upon a website called Tengaged. Unfamiliar. I was not either. It also looks like an old website. For me, this is where it got interesting because what I found was what seemed like at one point... 10 years ago-ish, was a very vibrant online community where young people participated in alternate reality games based on TV competition shows like Big Brother (gasps) and Survivor. Oh my god. The origin story. You can get in there and join what looks like a lo-fi message board with people who you get cast on a season with. And then you compete by the challenges are like computer games, basically. And then you do votes and you can kind of just like cycle yourself. It sort of feels like a fantasy football experience a little bit. Only you're you're sort of like trying to imitate the feeling of being on Survivor or something like that. So this user had been in a bunch of these leagues and I wasn't able to find out who they were. But I did find that people were filling out Survivor fandoms based on their seasons. I was able to link to other pages like the one we found that would fill out a recap of a season of Survivor that they were playing, but all of them that were the game involved like actual user photos, avatars, icons, the usernames of the people, and they didn't have the same amount of detail. So I was not satisfied to think, oh, this is what this is. This is a group of friends playing together. Mm -hmm. But they were using that same website, and I found some of those things. (gasps) And they also used some of the same logos. Okay. For the seasons. Was that the fan fiction one that I just recently, when I was looking at my phone, somehow stumbled into? It could have been, but I think those are actually results. People having fun with their game online. And those are, they're posting the results of their seasons that they played on. That's my theory about that. Wow. Thank you for doing that, because I really feel closure now. Like, it's it's not perfect, but it's better, you know? We got close because I found that they were playing these games. They, p- the people that played these games were posting their results on these fandoms. It still, to me, feels like this individual created this all from scratch. This, to me, doesn't feel like one of the games. This no. feels like just like a hobby, basically. When I was in middle school and high school, I kept a, a fictional diary. I never mm-hmm. kept a real diary. I kept a fictional diary that was all fiction. Is ranged from, oh, that would be fun, to, oh, this is what I wish happened today. And, you know, to me, it was therapeutic. Kind of interesting. The difference in us is that I, li- no, hold on. I literally, in junior high, had a blog where I took real gossip, like Gossip Girl style, <laughs> and used initials and posted it about real <laughs> stories and real people on a blog with my name attached. So yours was all like, I'm making it up. And mine's like, actually, I'm Lady Whistledown. And this is my blog. <laughs> and then people knew it was me. They're like, Taylor, what are you doing? And I was like, it's Gossip Girl. XOXO, you know you love me. Like XOXO. Uh, XO. uh, before, oh. before my brain finished uh, <laughs> developing. So having looked at all that, here's my feeling. Okay. If they were a teen, 13 through 19, when they posted those, those fictional pieces, that would put their date of birth between 1994 and 2000 which would mean they would be 23 to 29 now. I believe that 28-year-old replacement host James is <gasps> the person who's creating it. It says that the public was surprisingly pleased by the replacement, saying that the 28-year-old had remarkable similarities to our familiar host and a keen knowledge of the game. To me, that feels like a fabulist who is talking about themselves and adding themselves into the story. It's in the range of years. It would show them putting themselves 
in the thing, it would explain the J slash. You said that meant joke. That could be totally true. But we've got a J. We've got James taking over for Jeff Probst. We've got somebody who would be in this age range. So that's my forensic profile. Age 23 to 29, possibly named James. College in New York? Could be. Could be Cornell. Wow. That is digging for idols. You're my idol. <laughs> of course, we, our listenership is not that huge, but I what would love to about? have this person on. <laughs> I'm going to tip my hand. I don't know if this person's going to incidentally hear this podcast. James, James, if you're out there, you know, we do yeah. call our listeners grave diggers based off of James from China. So we just have a lot of James heavy content, I guess. Oh, man, I hope this mm-hmm. lands in their hands if they're a super fan. We get them on the pod. I would love that. Show yourself. Show <laughs> yourself. <laughs> okay, we love your 9-11 poem. Well, if you liked this, make sure you subscribe so you can listen to more deep dives on very real things. If you are a big fan of 9-11 poetry from 2014, rate us five stars. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok. We're on threads now. 